Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Say It With Your Chest. This is the Candid Opinions podcast narrated by your host Stephen Finesse Fasongi. And I said it with my chest. Um, today's topic, well before I say today's topic I probably like to highlight what the day in my what the week has been for me it's been hectic in a strange way um i've had to deal with a lot of work and i've been thinking do i like my work if i'm paid more will i stay in this job or not but anyways i mean we still keep moving because there are bills to pay and that is quite important. I've also uh, been thinking of building furniture, custom furniture for myself, so like a bed frame. Does that imply that I sleep on the floor? No, yes. But I've been thinking of building a bed frame, side drawers, getting a rug, um, side lamps, that's like ambient lamps or task lamps as they are called getting myself a table, a mobile hangar rack, just building custom furniture sets. And anytime I think about it, I'm just like, God, I beg. God, please help me because the prices of things are getting way expensive by the day. However, that is something that was on hold that I'm trying to press, press play on currently uh recently we had a water problem in my apartment uh, so we it, it took a while to get the plumber and when the plumber came we didn't have power because this issue had to do with power and then like water usage had to be limited and i felt cramped I was like oh my god so now i have to calculate how many times I want to pee or how many times I want to stool or how many times I want to bath and you think about people who live in rural communities who have to go through this every single day of their lives my goodness (sighs) the world has to be a better place yeah I technically it's it's getting worse but people can do something about it and lastly but not the least uh, recently i had been thinking about how i had been eating egusi and ever for <laughs> i ate it for like three times in a row that's like um monday i think just three days at dinner for dinner and i just thought about this interesting bible story about the children of israel who were getting manna on a regular and they were just so upset at the point like ah why are you serving us mana again isn't there something else and after taking like a goosey and eba for three days i was already getting tired and, and then i thought about these guys i'm like wow this is how these guys must have felt but then it, it led to like another discussion in my head where oh god must have not been like angry with them because they were literally um i think it had to do beyond i would say i think when you read the scriptures 
Yes, they were ungrateful. However, there was also a promise that he was leading them into a land with milk and honey. So this was meant to be temporary. Yeah, so to be ungrateful, even after you've heard about the better things that are coming your way, I, I think that in itself is being insensitive, right? It's like a child being offered breast milk and then he's upset about the breast milk. Guy, get over yourself. You're still going, you're still going to be eating rice and momo and goat meat and your teeth is going to pain you and you're going to wish, oh my God, I still wish I was a kid. <laughs> And I had no assignments to do. I'd rather just take my daily dose of breast milk and be carried around. Anywho, that's the recap. I hope this was interesting. Today, I'd be talking about um, handling relationships. I think this is a part two from a sequel from the, the, the previous episode. But this time, I'm going to be sharing my childhood relationship, especially with my dad. I happen to be the first child in my family um, of a of a sibling unit of four. I happen to be the first. Yeah, I should not be giving details about our gender or about how many we are. So let's keep that secret. However, as the first child, I would be the first, I mean, toddler. Um, my parents will come in contact with regarding their own offspring. And when I was born, I, I, well, I came with my own, I came with my own blessings that were not exactly blessings. As I matured, I, my sight was a bit limited. And secondly, I was getting easily tired. I was slow. And one of my parents um, equated that, my dad equated that with being sluggish, you know, being lazy. And he wasn't having it um i remember there were times that i would be giving assignments i mean i i didn't get everything i do my god one particular day i remember that i ran to the toilet because i knew my dad was going to flog me and he wore this brown traditional um it's 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 darker than mud brown like coffee brown yeah and he waited for me i was in the restaurant just you know when you are suffering your last moments and he waited for me and as I came out, oh my goodness, I think he, I would say he beat me or he slapped me, but it was, it wasn't a funny relationship from my childhood. However, my mom was of a different perspective and um, she felt like my behavior was not ordinary and I mean that that was strange because there are children that are, that are lazy I'm not I would in fact be first however she felt like she had to she she wanted us to um, seek um, further advice or seek medical advice so I was taken to the hospital I, I was found out that I was diagnosed with um, short-sightedness I couldn't see so far and as they went further with the examination, it was also discovered that I was born with a hole in the heart then. So that implies that you, your heart is not functioning properly. I don't think it means like there's a hole in the bulumbulum of your heart. No. Bulumbulum for the global audience or foreign audience that is no Africa. It's like your heart is blubbery. And like in football, there's like this great puncture inside. I don't think that's what he implies. However, um, 
from that predicament it was i was just he explained why i was slow why i would squat a lot you know and going like remembering this story it just teaches me how two true two parents were blessed with the gift of a child and i mean it was their responsibility to raise that child um as they i wouldn't say as they deemed fit but as society had handled had, had handed it down to them to deem fit and as they also had had agreements on how they would deem fit to deal with their child but my mother thought to say this might not be ordinary i think i should seek a second opinion and it, it was just strange that my dad didn't think so. My dad was the hardened guy, the general. You know, when people say, Führer, hail the Führer. <laughs> my dad will never be a Führer, but there was just that, you know, he wanted, he wanted the best for his children and he was going to ensure that no ounce of laziness will prevent that. And my mom had no issue, like with us, being disciplined but I think it was just how it happened and you might say how does this relate with handling relationships SFF I think the lines are pretty clear on how they relate we all have preconceived notions on how relationships should um, go, you know. Um, for instance, you have this good friend, you know, who or your ideal friendships is, oh, we are meant to grow together. Oh, I've had this friend for quite a while, let's say three years now. And in the fourth year, he's just misbehaving. And the, the, the literal thing to do is cut the person off, like cut the person off however we i think it's very important that sometimes our subjective reasoning our subjective reasoning might not make us see clearly and that's why many times subjective reasoning doesn't really cut it in handling people you need to be discerning in handling relationships you need to be discerning and I, I wouldn't say my father was a lot about discerning at the early stages of my life I think he just had this method and this way he had been taught on handling kids and he just felt like you know what one paintbrush applies to the whole canvas or one paintbrush applies to the whole world so it's like you know what I'm gonna whoop you man or I will beat nonsense out of you oh I, I cannot tolerate this in my household but my mother was different she just felt and almost <laughs> if they say you are to be flogged by one period who shall you run to or oh, I believe that I will just stay where I am <laughs> I will go to any parents my goodness I just feel like the the beating was 
child like human labor trafficking human labor beating dot at all but he was uh there's a thing my my dialect and people from my dialect call they it say it they call it oboro that means that you see it's, it's difficult it's dangerous it's wicked <laughs> that was how um discipline in my house was but my mom decided to drop her you know her boots her gloves her skin and say i i we should check out this child and, and i think that's something important needed for relationships discernment 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 many times one shoe might not fit all it might not just be that so you just might need to be extra discerning it might just help you know it's 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 necessary another thing to to talk about was in handling relationships um as a young child i my my dad loved white so at least he wanted the interior of his house to be white well i say he loved it i just woke up to see the house that was white as a kid and guess what you do on a white wall you pick up your pencil and you write on it <laughs> yes you scribble on it the world is your canvas your canvas you are unlimited so i just started writing 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 i don't know if they whooped me for that however um after a while um my dad got me um it an art tutor and a sketch pad like that's that's a drawing booklet and i think that stopped the writing on the wall because i think my perception as a kid was i didn't like being limited then and i think the notebooks we were given with all the guidelines we are very limited so for me it just meant i i just i think as a kid i i wanted to feel a bit limitless that could have been dangerous but once i got the sketch pad i didn't want i don't think i wanted to write on the wall anymore it was just helpful that i just felt like oh my god this is very similar this is akin to the world this is another world of limits many pages no divider lines oh my god let's begin to draw <laughs> so that was it and i don't think my my parents intuitively thought of that thought of that i i think they just because i i i came last in an art class and the rule at home then was if you come last you get an art tutor so around that time the the drawing books almost also came and i think i i was interested and i was enjoying those classes the the art classes at the sketchbook or sketch pad i was given and so it doesn't mean this is not to overrule discipline you know um implementing disciplinary measures when um people go wrong or people go south however when you are discerning you might just be considering other lines of action you will om- you will naturally omit when subjective reasoning or your subjective reasoning is at the helm of affairs or is at the driver's seat and i mean subjective reasoning can be good if the your influences are objective or if they are taken from objective sources however it is 
imperative that my goodness this is a lot of big drug grammar lot however it, it's just um it's just necessary that you are more discerning in handling relationships someone acting in a crazy way might just be them relating to their childhood and so instead of cutting them off they might just need rehab or they might just need counseling or they might just need therapy and i think this is a very dicey topic but in handling relationships it's it's important that we are more discerning we are more discerning and i think this is not for jokes this is like the second time i would use this but then again i'm learning i've, I've i have quite a couple of friends who have newborns or who've had newborns and um, i think i'm just curious sometimes to read research and so you find out that um babies don't just latch onto the breast milk given to them from their moms immediately it's just strange to them right and so some mothers think that oh my god he doesn't like me why is he not sucking the why is he not taking the breast milk and it's not necessary that the baby like i mean at what age will the baby decide to say oh my god guy what's this taste i beg i don't please give me chicken and chips what's that however it might just be that the the the, the baby the infant or the the infant the baby isn't used used to that and so he's trying to to acquaint himself with this thing that is passing through his lips so that's that's um that's something to 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 think about in handling relationships you should employ discernment i know i spoke about yeah the, talking about the relationship i had with my dad and then it transpired to the one i had with my mom and then stories about children who are um who are infants I'm, I'm bending this story um but if i if i'm to say um if i'm to say um in last one share one last story about um about the about the relationship i had with my dad and how i think if we were both more discerning we could have had a smoother ride um i think i'd share just one more story so the year was the year 20 maybe 2015 2016 i don't know that time um it was i was meant to do a service some some form of voluntary service for my nation under a program titled the National Youth Service Corps. And my father, um, around that time, was broke. He couldn't. I don't think we could afford the the fees. I think the the registration fees were about four thousand. So I think my dad was trying to stall when I was like, "Oh, daddy, it's time for this voluntary service thing." He's like, Ugh. "What did you What do you know? Who told you that?" <laughs> my friends over there and there and there i would contact them and then daddy finds out that oh my god it's true so i think we stole for two days and 
that the other the day we we go to the to the business center to get registered because around that time the place i was registering was a village so <laughs> there wasn't good access to internet or personal computers so we go to the registration center and uh, <laughs> um, you can volunteer in 36 states at the beginning like there are 36 states available to volunteer in but depending on the time you come after registration some states will be removed so i had i think like maybe six states i could register for and those ones were like they were i wouldn't say insurgency torn states not insurgency torn but they were uh, semi-war zones like oh my god why didn't we come earlier i was so pissed with him like really pissed however I learned like when when I thought about it and I was more discerning, I was like he he obviously didn't have the cash and he didn't want to ask my mom and he wanted like it, it would make him feel like a man if he was a provider. So I mean it was dangerous, I mean, because it cost me, however, I think being discerning really, really would really help me understand where he was coming from and how I could relate with him. Um, nowadays, whenever we have conversations, I think I'm able to understand where he's coming from better. I do not always agree with him. I think we agree on very few things, I mean. But I, we, we, we do agree, and we are agreeable. However, I think one thing that has helped our relationship is being discerning, sometimes dropping subjective reasoning and being objective being objective i think that's something that has helped me in my relationship with my dad and in other relationships so yeah this is kind of like the drawing the curtain where i take a bow i'm trying to make this podcast more interesting like offering any experience because it's audio and i'm trying to make you see my voice like you can see my voice and like oh my god i can't imagine he is walking and standing while seeing this however i think that um what this tip i have shared is really profound it might be simple but it is profound i'm choose to be discerning rather than to rely on your preconceived notions of subjective reasoning sometime taking a step back to observe and be discerning might just be the um the cherry on the cake to help you take your relationship from zero to a hundred. I'd love to share other other examples because a lot are popping in my head right now. Uh, probably that will happen in the next episode. So I I need this prayer platform of um, I read this prayer platform of believers, yeah, Christians and whenever it's end whenever it's closing time it's virtual by the way i see i hope you've been blessed i was almost about to say i hope you've been blessed but then i i hope you've had a lot to learn from this i hope this has uh you you will be able to intimate yourself with this going forward um if you are vexed with what i have said i usually say come and beat me where i am but then can you can you find me 
Anyways, this is Steven Finesse Fasonyi and I said this with my chest. Until next time, I remain your one and favorite host, Steven Finesse Fasonyi. Many years from now, I'll be saying I was like, in that podcast, I was saying it and I saw it. That's how people do that. Anyways, cheers. <laughs>